welcome to Classic Reviews, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for reviewing classic television shows, video games and films. I'm your host Matthew and this is for Season 4, Episode 3 for Classic Reviews, Season 4, The Jim Carrey Season. This is for the 1994 film The Mask, starring one Jim Carrey of course and Cameron Diaz and a bunch of other people as well. So let's just, just read a little bit about this film and then I'll get into my actual opinions and thoughts and whatnot. Uh, the Mask is a 1994 American superhero comedy film directed by Charles Russell, uh, produced by Bog Engelman uh, and written by Mark Werb, loosely based on the Mask comic published by Dark Horse Comics, which you see in the intro credit things. Uh, the first installment in the Mask franchise, it stars Jim Carrey, Peter Regert, uh, Peter Green, Amy Yashabek, um, Richard, Jenny and Cameron Diaz in her film debut because of course she's quite a big actor now and all that so um, yeah it's been it's been a while so um, well that was a while, l- long time ago in 1994 the same year I was born so uh, there we go Carrie plays Stanley Ipkiss an unfortunate uh, bank clerk who finds a magical mask that transforms him into a mischievous gangster with superpowers uh, the film was released on July 29th, 1994, so I was actually born as well at that point, because, of course, 17th of April is my birthday, uh, by New Line Cinema, becoming a critical and commercial success. The film grossed over three, three sorry, $151 million on a $25 million budget. God, that's, that's really um, quite low. Uh, which made it the second most profitable film based on a comic up to that point, because, of course, we've had many, many, many comic book uh, films since then. Uh, Behind Superman in 1978, it cemented Carrie's reputation as a dominant actor of the 1900s, sorry, 1990s, 1900s, 1990s, rather. Uh, It established Diaz as a leading lady, which, obviously, she's gone on to do many, many things since then. Carrie was nominated for a Golden Globe for his role, and the film was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Visuals Effects. I can see that, I guess. Uh, but Lost to Forrest Gump. That's a bit weird. Uh, a spin-off, Son of the Mask, was released in 2005. And with all that said, I do not like this film. <laughs> um, I don't hate this film. I just don't like it. Um, I sort of had come to that conclusion about 20 minutes in. Uh, My main problem with this film, I don't know if this is a fair criticism, but it's the one that I've come out with. I don't, it's just to do with the mask character himself, himself rather. The, you know, when you put the the mask on, you become this gangster version or whatever. uh, And we see two different characters have that happen to them in the film. Um, I don't understand the appeal of this character at all. I, I don't understand, am I supposed to be, I guess I'm supposed to be rooting for him? Um, but it it got, it sort of, how can I sort of phrase this? Like, he does that first night as the mask, and then you sort of realise, okay, it's a, a night thing. Like, he puts the mask on at night, and then, um, he becomes this gangster and whatever, and then, you know, wakes up the next morning after the chaos has, has all sort of happened. But, I don't, I don't know, first of all, I don't like the character of the mask. I don't have any... He doesn't have any appeal to me. I'm not rooting for him. Um, I'm rooting for Stanley, who is Jim Carrey's the human version of his character, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I don't understand the appeal of the mask. I wasn't rooting for him. Um, I just yeah didn't didn't like it at all. 
Now in 2020, which is of course when this podcast is being recorded and will be also released in 2020, um, it's interesting because I didn't know much of this stuff before, which is why I'm reading it out here on the podcast to, to do with like budget and the awards and all that. The visuals do actually hold up fairly well in 2020. Of course, there's been films that have done visuals better, but uh, I mean, you've got kind of some of the more it's more simple kind of cartoon visuals, isn't it? Um, but I, I think the visuals still hold up fairly well, I still think they're pretty good. Um, not like amazing, but they, they hold up well enough to the point where it makes the film watchable, I suppose. Um, uh, but yeah, given obviously we're three episodes into this, into this season for classic reviews, there's just other films like Liar Liar, which I enjoyed uh, last week's episode, which I enjoyed, uh, a lot, lot more. Um, I think in terms of Jim himself, which is who we're here to really kind of focus on mainly, he is the obviously focus of the season. I think he does a really, really great job as the mask. Um, I didn't have any problems with his performance. I think yet again he gets to try that uh, his particular version of comedy. Um, I don't think though his version of comedy gets translated well into the character of the mask it's a little bit of a slightly different it's a, it's almost a more exaggerated version of his comedy um that that jim has tended to do in in this sort of you know classic reviews time period or whatever uh that the, these sort of 90s films and obviously we're going to cover some other films as well um it it didn't really like i think jim did a great great job in this but his he, he almost had to sort of change the way he played his character because it, it was that type of comedy to a degree but it was a much more exaggerated version which is difficult to pull off when you think about it because there's a certain line between that okay over the top crazy silly sort of comedy and then there's a line where that kind of becomes stupid there's a few parts in this film where I feel like the character of the mask is stupid to follow didn't really kind of like click with me at all or, or, or whatever um, I started to be more interested as the film went on as to, okay, as Jim, Jim, as uh, Stanley, played by Jim Carrey, of course, uh, comes to the realisation of kind of what's going on in that. I was more interested in that aspect, aspect, sorry, aspect, aspect uh, of the film, sorry, and in terms of um, him trying to sort of figure things out, and then you've got Cameron Diaz's character, she comes in, and eventually everybody kind of works it out. They're like, okay, it's this Stanley guy, we need to, like, arrest him and uh, hunt him down and all that sort of thing. Um, I thought that w- that part was much, much more interesting. So, uh, as a result, I did like the second half of this film a lot, lot more than the second... Uh, the, sorry, I liked the second half a lot, lot more than the first half of this film. Um, <clears throat> I still don't like the film overall. I still think that... In terms of the films that I know that Jim has sort of done and the ones that I have properly seen, um, this really isn't up there for me. It's really down the... I mean, you've got ones that have been known to be worse, of things like Cable Guy, which I haven't seen properly. Uh, that's, that's that's been talked about as being one of Jim's like worst films or whatever. As, 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 at least as far as I've heard, I've not seen Cable Guy myself. Um... But I, I don't know, something about this character just like, I, I, I didn't... I don't get it. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't like rooting for the master fail, but the only kind of reason for that as well is because it is still Stanley, isn't it? Like if the mask gets killed or something, 
that also means Stanley gets killed, and I'm rooting for Stanley to succeed and get rid of this mask thing, and you know, get the girl by the end, get the woman, get the girl kind of classic thing by the end of the film, and I was happy with that. Um, one thing I actually found quite interesting, I was I was thinking to myself during this film, doesn't the dog get the mask at some point? And obviously he does. I thought that was, I actually thought that was more interesting than Stanley <laughs> becoming the mask. Um. Yeah, I thought that, and it lasted, it was like a quick little kind of thing, the dog becoming the mask, I thought that was, that was pretty good and that, um, so yeah, I, I liked, I, I wonder how this film would have turned, I mean, I mean it, would have, it would have been a lot, lot different, I was going to say, if the film turned out where, like, the dog had the mask more than Stanley, but that wouldn't have really worked at all, would it, because you wouldn't have just, had, you just wouldn't have had the same scenes. Uh, but, uh, that, that was a, a good little moment. Uh, Cameron Diaz in this film, I think she's great, um, I'm, I didn't know that this was her film debut until, um, sort of looked it up and that and uh yeah i mean for 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 her first go great great stuff i've got no complaints about um her or her character or, or whatever so i mean most of the other characters you know you got you got the other bank colleagues and that i guess they're good they're they're fine they they do the job that they're in for that they're in there for the other um hitmen or whatever you want to sort of call them the other sort of um guys that that stan is going up against they're in there, they do their job, and that sort of thing, so that's, that plays out fairly well, um, but yeah, there, there was just a couple of scenes with the mask himself, where I was like, okay, this is nearing being quite cringy, to where, like, uh, I mean, I, I'll be, this is me being really honest, right, I got about 20 minutes into this thing, and I was like, do I want to just bin this as a choice, um, but I, I, I guess that was, because by that point in the film, it was like, okay, I had my first, exposure I guess to the mask and I just didn't like it at all so uh, yeah I almost didn't do this basically uh, I almost because there's of course a dozen other different um, Jim Carrey films I could have picked from but uh, part of me was like do I want to sit here for another hour and a half or so but I did it and I it was a choice so <laughs> but yeah I, I sort of thought to myself okay if I get past this initial like I was struggling with the part where he first becomes the mask and he's all sort of stupid and out there and weird and whatever and I was like okay I don't like this character like straight away and my opinion of that didn't change um but then I stuck with it it got better in the second half I still don't like the film but it did get better in the second half um but yeah almost didn't basically choose it because I, I really didn't like it that much so uh, just in terms of my history with the film, again, this is another one that you know when I was probably younger or whatever the case may be. I don't, I couldn't tell you exactly how how old. Obviously, I know the film came out, and I would have been well a few months old, really, basically. Uh, obviously, I didn't see this at that point. I saw it a lot later, but it was again probably one of them films where I went round like a relative's house at the time, and I was probably like I don't know playing or something because I was because I would have been a kid and um or child kid whatever they get called these days um and it was probably on in the background so i i knew certain things and that but um yeah because there were certain things I was like okay i know that this thing and that thing happens but i didn't know like the whole picture of it so uh that's again the point of this series so um what else do i want to discuss Hey guys, what's up? This is Donnie, and I host the Adulting with Donnie podcast. And this is not the show to listen to if you're trying to be a better adult. I started this podcast as a way to offload some thoughts uh, that I have throughout the week. My topics vary widely every week. Movies I've seen, guns and gun control, 
sex, people that are stupid, why I don't care about celebrity opinions, TV shows, snowmobiling. The list goes on and on. I'm always taking topic suggestions from fans of the show, too. So join me each week on Adulting with Donnie as I pour some bourbon and allow you to see the inner workings of the mind of a madman. Live free and rant hard. I'm Christy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about who did what to whom, and is that socially acceptable? Because the boundaries of society, crime, and entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious, weird, the better. From books and movies, to television shows and games, we look at how life and art imitate and inform one another. And we can't get together and not laugh. So let's face it. There's going to be laughing. (laughs) Killer Fun is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So join us. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and it will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. So yeah, overall, um, I mean, there's a spin-off, Son of the Mask. I'm not going to be watching that. Um, if I will be honest, if there was a direct sequel to this, which I don't think that there is, because um, I'm not seeing anything here about a sequel. Uh, first installment in the Mask franchise. Yeah, I th- there is other ones, isn't there? But they're like spin-offs or whatever. Um, regardless of that, I'm not going to watch any of the other Mask films and, and that sort of thing. So... Yeah, unfortunately, at the end of the day, um, I didn't like this film. Uh, I didn't hate it. I don't think this is a terrible film. I just think it's a it's a stupid film that's supp- it's supposed to be the way it is, but I don't like the way it is. If that makes sense. Um, and I was just, I for, just, it's just throughout this film, I was like, am I supposed to be rooting for him? Am I supposed to be wanting him to fail? Like, I I I was just uh, mixed on that, I suppose. So. Yeah, there you go. But um, what else do I want to talk about with with this film? Uh, I mean, yeah, Cameron Diaz, like I said, she she does a great job in here. Um, it's interesting with this kind of film as well because we have today sort of like political climate and all that sort of thing. The way that um, the mask talks about being with Cameron Diaz's character, um, yeah, that probably wouldn't go down very well today. But uh, never mind. You know, that's that's just sort of the way things are in this in this day and age, I suppose. Uh, but I really don't have much else to say about this film. I, um, yeah, I don't regret, like, spending the time and choosing it. Because now I know I don't like the mask. And 
to be honest, if there was like a mask reboot announced, which surprises me that, that that hasn't actually happened, you know, 26 years later, um, I don't think it's something I'd be taking interest in. I mean, I mean, for for that as well, if you're going to cast anybody to play the mask, I mean, in this day and age, it would probably be what, like Kevin Hart or somebody like that, or I don't know who's, because Jim Carrey's not really the, the comedy actor of 2020, is he? It's more sort of like a... I don't know, like a Kevin Hart or somebody like that, um, or maybe some other, some other people. Um, I don't know that anybody else's way of doing comedy really fits this, because I obviously, like I said earlier, I kind of compared um, the comedy that the mask requires or the comedy that he's trying to pull off, as opposed to what Jim Carrey's method of comedy is. I don't think there's another actor that can really do this the same way. So what you, you what you'd potentially end up with is. A film that, again, I wouldn't like because I don't like the character of The Mask. Um, with a potentially worse performance with an actor or an actress, if it was a you know female version of The Mask or whatever. Um, that uh, just wouldn't be pulled off as well, I don't think. So I'm, I'm not interested in any kind of uh, reboot or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I'm out of things to say, really, about this film. Um, you know, it is what it is. And uh, we shall move on to episode... Four, yeah, almost getting close to halfway through the through the season. So um, I'll be covering whatever that is. I'll be doing it probably later today, but uh, you guys will hear it next week. So um, there's that as well. But what do you guys think of the mask? Are you surprised that I didn't like it? Are you not surprised? Um, what do you think of Jim's performance? What do you think of the fact that this is Cameron Diaz's first film? Um, what do you think of a potential reboot idea? I think I heard some rumblings like a couple of years ago, but I don't know if anything's actually in development. Um, but yeah, let me know what you think of The Mask. Uh, have you seen the other films? Because like it says, there's a spin-off, Son of the Mask, which I don't remember seeing any of uh, in 2005. Have you seen that? Let me know all your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, whatever about The Mask and uh, all that sort of stuff. Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK, there's a contact page and information in your show notes that's it for this week thank you all very much for listening you can find everything that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org if you want to support the podcast support entertainment talk we're on patreon please check out the one dollar and three dollar level tiers amazon affiliate link if you want to shop on amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra itunes feeds please write review and subscribe to those word of mouth please tell people that you know about the website and your itunes feeds if you know somebody that likes jim carrey tell them about this season because obviously it's going to be 10 episodes of uh, jim carrey films uh so tell them about that as well uh, before there's too many episodes or whatever, just tell them that sort of thing. Uh, social media, you can share them on Facebook and Twitter, and if you can, put them in different Facebook groups. Streaming and all that sort of thing, you can find Bex, Trista Bytes, B-Y-T-E-S. Uh, she streams regularly, uh, daily at the moment. Uh, I don't know if that will change by the time this episode comes out, but uh, yeah, just go and check her out. Trista Bytes, B-Y-T-E-S, uh, Trista, and then B-Y-T-E-S on Twitch. Go and follow her, subscribe to her, all that good stuff on Twitch. Me and David Stump sometimes stream on uh, Twitch as well. Uh, look out for the FIFA streams on Mixer. And Robert's Mixer stream as well. And look out for Let's Play Sundays. Thank you all very much for listening. And I'll see you next time. Goodbye.